0: Previously on Champions of the Earth.
1: But it is a time of danger and change. Simple and small you each are, but kissed by destiny you may be. I would see you gone from this place quickly if I can assist in that. Quest, call upon me, the okay.
2: okay, What's that? And I point at your.
1: This is the obsidian blade. One slice no. of its edge will oh. blind an opponent.
2: <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that
1: you killed all your friends? No, I'm trying to tell you that I killed my adventurers that were dragging me down. The important thing is that people the ones you surround yourself with they foolishly open themselves to you they'll trust you if you just give them a smile <laughs> it's so easy and who knows how far they can
3: Champions of the Earth.
1: The black anti-sun rises over the chromatic fields of the land of Fairy. Our champions have found, through Hyde's help, a ditch, a ravine perhaps, nestled between two hills, out of sight from the people around, from (laughs) any crying eyes, where they've managed to hunker down and have perhaps not a particularly restful sleep, but restful enough to regain their hit points, to feel a little bit more awake, alert, and ready for adventure. Good morning, champions.
4: Mel, Mel made sure to to sleep with Nico, not with. Nico. Whoa!
3: Sorry, wait. That's... In the ditch, not in the ditch. No. Okay, wait.
2: Fuck it, you guys. You know that's what I meant. Massively uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. You I, just, I'm you gonna just re- hear in your head the whole night, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, <laughs>
3: This is normal for Nico.
2: <laughs> no, no, okay.
4: <laughs> near, I'll near. Yeah. Right
5: <laughs>
4: you get your cuddle on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mel slept near Nico yeah, we got and a cuddle then on. woke up in the morning and just was like, I was really hoping this was another one of those weird dreams that we all shared together.
0: Where's Hyde?
2: Right here. <laughs>
5: uh, Nico kind of sits up. At some point, I guess my suit went to Jim Jams. Um, <laughs> so let's just assume at some point, Nico said Jimmy Jams, and he liked it like to turned it into Jimmy Jams. Yeah, um, he like. Huxley sleeps with bottoms, but not a top. So his like-
4: In the outside, in the cold?
5: Hell yeah. No, you're entirely High right.
1: five, high five. <laughs> Bottom bros. No,
5: you're right. He, Whoa! <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Mel, I have a question. Did you uh, allow your panther to disappear? or has he been with you all evening? Um,
4: yeah. I patted him on the head and I was like, please make sure nothing bad happens to us. <laughs>
1: and he certainly prowled the night, but when you do wake up chastely next to Nico, and Nico sleeping there without his shirt on, luckily that giant eight-foot Black Panther was kind of wrapped around both of you like a real good boy. Um, that is the coolest thing. Cool, wake up.
5: So, I'm guessing all kinds of things come out during the day. If we're going to make our way to
4: the, the back entrance.
5: Yeah, the back entrance. Of what is this? A fairy castle? A fairy prison?
3: No,
4: Martha's oh. like clearly already been up for a while and is like scrubbing her hand and her face with like her, her little remaining bottle of hand sanitizer.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> like in some like I need to just ritualize my morning ritual, even though I'm in the middle of a goddamn fairy forest. Yeah, Hyde, do you know the direction we are supposed to be going?
1: Oh, and the bird kind of hops down off of Olive's shoulder. And absolutely. Uh, well, if we just head towards the sun, but then a little bit left over a few more horizons, we'll uh, reach the Ivory Citadel. That's, that's the keep. That's the castle. That's the prison. That's the heart of, of the kingdom.
4: What should we expect there? Can we get a little bit more information?
0: So the Birdman told me a little bit. Uh, he told me that uh, the way that they do the justice system here is sometimes, like, sort of, it seems like, like trial by combat. He told me this story about uh, this prince and uh, this injustice, and then this prince, like, has a fight. That's how he settles the trial, more or less. So I'm guessing if we go in the front, we go to the court, and we're probably going to get in a fight.
4: All that's, the more reason to not do that.
1: That would be a reasonable expectation. Humans aren't exactly, uh, a welcome in these parts. They're a novelty, certainly, but if you stride right into the fairy Court, I mean, remember why Esmond's here in the first place. It's for transgressing, for being here at all. And as, unfortunately, we pointed out, that's the five of you as well.
5: All right, so we don't even know what we're doing. I'm never the plan guy. I don't come up with plans. I go in hot-headed and screw things up. But I keep hearing about how we need a plan. And if I'm being honest, this is the first time I've really agreed.
4: Well, I think what Mel figured out is super useful info. So, the other thing we have is... an army. Or more importantly, a distraction. Use them at the front and then sneak in the back? Sounds good to me.
0: That's what they do
5: in Lord of the Rings. Tolkien knows what's up. Uh, But then I look over to Olive. (laughs) What do you think, Olive?
2: I don't care what we do. I know when we get there, it'll work out. Hyde, what's our exit strategy?
1: What's your exit strategy? How are we getting back, bird? Well, I would recommend probably the way you came in.
4: And we can get back out that way.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, do you mean your exit strategy from here, from the fairy land? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh! Oh huh. Absolutely! I can help with that. If we can get back to my
0: glade. But still, like are there any other doors? Roll for it. Alright, cool. Just gonna look around. So that's a fifteen.
1: Awesome roll. There are doors everywhere if you know how to look. Uh, sorry, that was probably unnecessarily cryptic. But well, Root Knot. Didn't he say that? If you needed him, he could help you. And I think, I mean, he's a spirit of the forest. If you could probably find a tree old enough, or maybe any kind of tree, I'm not quite sure what that kind of old magic does, but I'd imagine that you might be able to kind of use it like a, whatchamacallam, when you go fast from place to place. Like teleporting? No, like an eagle. Like an eagle.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, From the sky sheet.
4: Well, it's worth worth a try. I'm gonna lead down to the panther Mm -hmm. and just kind of go, hey, have you, when you were prowling around last night, did you see any really old looking trees?
1: And he kind of rubs his head against your hand, this big, like, Can you show us? And he kind of steps back and he kind of makes a noise like,
4: Yeah, that I don't know how I'm noise. supposed to read that, but okay. Well, uh, we also might want to look for oh. a tree close too, just mm-hmm. in case we have to make a really hasty retreat.
1: There are trees in the area. You're kind of in, a, it's a, you're not in a densely wooded zone, but there are a scattering of trees. You can tell though, as you kind of look towards sunward, there are less and less trees the closer that you get to your destination.
5: And how long is it to the citadel birth?
1: Well, time's a bit flexible, but, um, brisk walk with strong intention, I'd say we'd get there before the sun's halfway up.
5: An escape to here is a, as good an escape as we're going to get. And there... Uh, I, look, I look back to no. He, uh, nowhere to find any.
1: And the cat paws the ground and gives you a... Like, somehow, strangely, knows what's up. And seems confident. I so, think that's
2: a Yes.
4: Plus, elephants are fast.
2: Quite fast. <laughs> Sleeping Bluebell behind us. Yeah, you did some, okay, Yeah, great. She, she's like catted up in the ditch too.
1: That is definitely how elephants sleep. Kraken yep. did not slither along
0: with us. I let him go when he, the fight was done. Yeah, yeah. Steiner's doing his own thing. So maybe, just a thought, maybe we should save the ghost army to cover a retreat. Um, I just,
4: it seems uncomfortable to, to pin our exit strategy on a forest god, forest fairy that we haven't even asked for help yet. Oh, no, but it said you it wanted us, us
0: gone. It and said we'll, it would do anything in its power to get us the hell out of here.
5: And we'll know as soon as we make the deal. Uh, let's tell the cat to go find the thing and we'll chase it Get get the tree. We'll talk to this uh, uh, Rootborn.
4: I mean, we'll get
5: see. our exit and then we'll head over knowing that we have an exit or not. So if we don't, then bird, you're our exit strategy. But if we can figure this out, cover ourselves a little bit shorter, this is a good idea, yeah? Sure. It's a good yeah. plan. Sounds
4: like a decent plan to me. Mel just kind of like grabs Nico's hand and kind of whispers in his ear, thanks Nico.
1: No problem,
5: babe. Uh, and then yeah. Uh,
1: and um, the go. panther kind of takes a few loping steps, looks back, sees if anyone is following. Are we following? Yes, yeah. I am following. Yes. Okay. Uh, The panther starts lightly loping away, uh, kind of going by 80, 80 feet or so, stopping, kind of waiting for you. He floops over. He's like really clearly has better things to do with his time. Sure, yeah, catty. very house uh. Very big cat. Yeah. Um, after about 45 minutes, perhaps an hour, once again, time is difficult to keep your finger on. Um, you do approach uh, a little copse of trees, uh, one of which is kind of an emaciated but older
0: oak. I
4: think this is it. And
1: uh, steps into the tree
4: and uh, looks back
0: at Huxley. Yeah, Huxley walks up okay. and uh, gives, uh, gives the tree a uh, shave and a haircut.
1: The leaves of this emaciated tree blow in a breeze you cannot feel.
0: Uh, Huxley's armor is back to the full, like, fae version. He gives the tree a, a more, like, respectful nod and a little, like, sweep of the arm. And a uh, slower shave. Shave. And uh, uh, Yes. <laughs> um, it says, Begging this tree's attention, uh, we humbly ask to speak. To the rootborn, we the humans who the rootborn would like to leave.
1: And you hear the kind of that breeze again, and then a knot in the tree actually opens a single wooden eye and it watches you. It doesn't say anything, but it does mean mug, single eye stare you down.
0: Good news. We have just about had enough of this place and are making plans to not be here anymore.
5: Nico leans uh, over to Martha. You ever seen Return of the Jedi?
0: He, he points at the one <laughs> eye in the wood.
1: The eye kind of blinks at you?
0: Uh, Huxley turns back to Nico. is like, I, I don't think they're going to let us in.
1: Just tell them what we
3: want.
0: Yeah, okay. Huxley, Huxley nods. He's got it he's got, yeah. it. he's got it. He's got it. turns back to the tree and says, We understand that every time humans are here, it's a problem. There's another human causing uh, potentially a great deal of trouble, and we are here to collect that human and then extricate all humans um, and possibly this bird that we infer you don't like either uh, from the premises. Uh, As quickly as possible, I would like to negotiate this as a point of exit.
1: Uh, I need you to roll
0: social convince. Social convince. All right, that's charm, right? Like that is. Tr- yeah. I'd right. Say you're being pretty charming. Uh huh. Cool. So that is a fourteen.
1: Once again, that breeze blows through the tree, though there it has no mouth with which to speak. On that breeze, the kind of gentle clattering of leaves, you hear something that sounds like yes.
0: Excellent. We are planning to be back here as soon as we have collected the other human. We just knock.
1: And once again, there's a clattering of a clattering of leaves and branches up above you. And the eye kind of gives you a world-weary look
0: and slowly closes up once again. Uh, Puxley gives the tree a little bow and says, uh, many thanks and our great respect Oh, root porn. And then turns basically, like, very quickly back to everybody else. Like, not sure, like, did I do okay? Did I do okay? Get, like, a thumbs up from
2: <laughs> Martha.
5: Dude, did you just talk to that
0: tree? I just talked to that tree.
2: You did wonderful. A yell from on top of Bluebell.
0: Huxley smiles and gently throws up the horns and then says, Okay, so... Guys, now we
2: go storm the castle. storm castle, castle right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you begin walking in that
1: direction. Uh, just really fast. While we're walking towards the coast, Mm-hmm. Can we have a
5: conversation with Hyde?
2: He's a, he's sitting on Bluebell's head cool. as a bird. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
5: All right, then I'll call up. Hey, bird! I have a name, human. It's not your name, though. You got a real one? I'll call you that. I'm not calling you some made-up shit about your favorite flower. I'm calling you Bird.
2: <laughs> Olive takes a little bit of offense to that. <laughs> should
1: respect names. There's power in names. The power and bonds power and deals
5: yeah yeah there is bird for all of our sakes if not for mine because like what can we expect from this keep the front gates all of that yes we, we understand but we go in on the coast their fortifications their armies you got cops you got cities what are we walking into here man
1: the keep sits alone it's It's a city, a kingdom, in and of itself. Everything that the court needs is there. There's no, but there's no city or streets to to crawl through. It all just exists as the Ivory Citadel. It is itself the heart of everything. It's patrolled by fey guardians. Savage warriors, armored all in white. They are riddled throughout the place. It's a war a complex labyrinth that no one in their right mind would ever dare venture through. Uh, luckily, with, with my guidance, I think we'll have a chance. But even then, I mean, I'm no master of the building. It'll be a struggle. Every step, death will be around the corner. You'll have to make every step count. And make no mistakes. Otherwise... You might not come back. When we enter in the back way, what, what does that mean? Where are we going to be, actually? I don't know. Uh, f- as far as I know, the citadel is impregnable, except for the front entrance. The massive gates. The idea of a, of a vulnerability, especially in the back. I mean, the back of the citadel is butted up against the Black Cliffs. There's There's no way in or out in that direction. I don't know where this information came from, but...
4: Well, you know, never mind where I found out. As Mel says, that she wants to suit up to look as similar to Shadra as
1: possible. And what do you say to do that? I say it's time to do something good. And your armor crackles and goes from its. Black lit, kind of neon, futuristic armor to something much more fantastic with sweeping lines, graceful pauldrons. Still that same kind of form fitting, inky blackness, uh, but of a much more scene appropriate design. I'm still
4: carrying the the knife and the and the breastplate from Giant. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It de- definitely does something, but whoever wore it would kind of be taking a chance.
0: All right, well, let's just hold on to it then and see if uh, the uh, the situation presents itself.
4: All right, Mel's where, not going to carry it she puts it on, I guess, yeah. in the meantime because she doesn't want to just carry it around, so. Okay. Uh,
2: Do you feel any different?
4: Do I feel any different?
2: Uh,
1: I mean, well, you're wearing armor on top of your armor, so you feel a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> but Thanks for that. Uh, yeah. But no, you don't notice any kind of... Okay. Feeling to it. But a mark on your uh, on your armor there that you are wearing the breastplate. Like cliffs. Impregnable? Big, tall. Absolutely it's sheer a, cliffs. At least a thousand feet. How are you guys at rock climbing?
4: Not great.
5: In the suits it might be easier.
4: Listen, uh, going to call out to the butterfly. I think you can scout ahead.
2: If you see anything moving, come back.
1: It
4: right. kind of like rubs its little antennas, or mm. big antennas. <laughs> gigantic, mildly horrifying
1: size antennas. Yeah, the giant, antennas. freakishly, beautiful, gigantic butterfly. Yeah! yeah. It, what, floofs what? Her, it floofs your hair with its antennas and gets ready to take off.
0: ugly had a brainwave. Um, watching Martha talk to the butterfly and send the butterfly off, Marthuxley uh, realizes, you know, while we're here, the the mechs aren't mechs. That we actually have like, we have buddies, we have partners. We actually are. There's twice as many of us as we've been thinking there are, and that's another group that can be going a different way. And some of our buddies are real good climbers.
5: I don't want to put them in mortal danger. I don't think there are buddies, man. I think there are familiars,
4: or we're theirs. Wait, I gave this thing a bit of my soul.
5: We don't. uh, We don't know exactly about.
3: I think maybe, yeah. No,
0: but actually, puts his hand up into like a memory of the salute, and then uh, puts it back down and says, "That's that's a pretty good point." It's probably where our powers are coming from, at least. Like, here, a little bit, like.
4: Regardless, Mariposa here can scout ahead. All right. It's not that dangerous.
2: Do any of you need a ride, by the way? I mean, (laughs)
3: Lugo fits a lot.
2: Martha's going to, like, stick a hand up. Yeah. A a trunk comes and wraps around your arm and then throws you behind all of I'll just run, but thanks. Okay.
5: Yeah, I'm running alongside, though.
0: Uh, Huxley gets up on the elephant also. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, not, not, not a useful... Ooh, ooh, we'll flank ooh. you on either side. What, what,
2: what, them seeking <laughs> Well, you're behind me, so then, then last. Uh. so... Yeah! <laughs>
5: Martha's in Martha Paradise!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Martha's Huxley. definitely doing that, like...
5: Party in the front, party in the back.
4: <laughs> Martha's doing that thing where you're, like, on a motorcycle, but you don't want to put your arms around the other person, so you're putting them, like, behind you, but then she's, like, it's, like her hands are in Huxley's lap then, so she's, like, <laughs> uncomfortable hands. to do that, and so she's, like, just trying to, like, sit on this elephant without, like, touching anybody else <laughs> because she doesn't know yeah. how to handle herself and her feelings. And is like, I- looking up at that, and just kind of leans over. Aren't you glad you didn't take the ride?
5: Uh, Nico says nothing. He has no good quarterback. Actually, uh, he just sort of, like, nods. And...
4: The, it, depending where Hyde's looking, at some point, she's...
0: No, she doesn't have the guts, never mind. No, nope, Huxley looks and sees where Hyde's looking, and uh, when when Martha does the, like, oh, gosh, where do my hands go? Where do my hands go? <laughs> he reaches out, and he he grabs one of them and, um, and just sort of, like, holds it at, at her side.
1: And, and Hyde kind of turns, and he's like, I guess we're doing this then. And he kind of floops backwards and he sits right in the Olive's lap and kind of floops himself and he kind
2: of
1: and he
3: just
2: give a little (laughs) pat pat.
1: And he loves it.
3: Yeah, I'm real glad. Why don't you call me to my Skype? Would that be a better...
0: I, 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 it. You sound good. I mean, you sound like you're calling. Well, in, sound good? Okay. You sound like you're calling into a radio show. Hey, that's cool. I don't mind
3: calling into a radio show. Right, right. Hello, uh, champions. Hello, uh, friends and heroes. Welcome to this, the long distance middle bit. Why, uh, y- Wow, Jesse. <laughs> As you point out, it's a lot harder to vamp when we are not physically in the same room. Uh, But I, unfortunately, am trapped up in the frigid north of Seattle, preparing myself, along with Jackson, uh, to go to that hellscape that is Emerald City Comic Con.
0: I hear Emerald City Comic Con is great. I hear we're going to, uh, you might get to meet some folks.
3: Yes, actually that's a total lie. Emerald City is a <laughs> wonderful show. It's so great to be back home up here. Um, Jackson and I actually will be at booth or, uh, table F9. Uh, if you happen to be at Emerald City, come by table F9 and uh, give out some high fives. I unfortunately forgot all my champion stickers because I'm kind of a dummy but I have all the high fives you could possibly want, and those, my dudes, I give away for free.
0: Uh, and I, uh, we don't have a lot to talk about um, on uh, this particular episode except to say, obviously, uh, we've posted updates and things, but uh, thank you to everybody for your phenomenal support in um, in this Kickstarter. Yeah, I love how low-key
3: you're playing that. Oh, uh, yeah, no big deal, no big news. Oh, except, holy cat, we funded... of our Kickstarter. Oh my God, you guys are so amazing. Thank you each and every one of you from the bottom of our little tabletop hearts um, that you reached into your hearts and your wallets and provided us with the necessary funding to make this weird little dream of ours a reality. Um, We are thrilled because it shows that you guys love this stuff as much as we love it and we cannot believe that we now, I mean, we blew so hard past our goals that the quality of this, uh, these beans is going to be through the roof, and we are so excited to get them into your hands.
0: I'm super excited, and once everybody's back in the same city, we're going to um, have a big powwow, and there's going to be a lot of exciting updates to come. Uh, I want to take this opportunity here to remind everyone um, about our fantastic sponsor, Die Hard Dice.
3: Die Hard Dice. Provider of fine, diehard dice, obviously it's in the name. Not only do their dice make you immune to death, but they also make you uh, much harder to kill. Uh, you know, those some people think those are the same thing, but I say no, they are very different things. Uh, not only can you pick up all of their awesome dice, uh, but they just announced this new black metal dice with these bitchin' blue swirlies that they call Frostbite. That looks utterly sick. I think it could be a really cool new Huxley dice, Jesse.
0: Oh yes, I could always use more dice. And you know who else could use more dice, Colin? Uh,
3: who could use more dice,
0: Jeff? Uh, one of our listeners could use more dice because uh, it is time oh. to uh, do the. Uh, it's time to do the roll-off here for the February giveaway the rules for the February giveaway were that you just had to share the Kickstarter uh, in in any form, any platform. Uh, So I have compiled a list uh, and we're going to do a roll off. So let's uh, drum roll, drum roll. And uh, I have rolled off and our winner is Paul Anderson. Paul Anderson. Paul
3: Anderson?
0: Paul Anderson.
3: What a strong, what a strong name i love his
0: movies wait you know Uh, what you know what hold on my handwriting is terrible uh david anderson
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh hey you know what i love david anderson even better paul anderson gtfo david you are now our new
0: favorite david anderson you have won uh a, a set of seven um dice from Die Hard dice you get to pick them and they'll send them to you uh, we'll get in touch and uh, send you that code. And I think actually our winner from January we haven't gotten a hold of yet either. So um, we'll send those out. And make sure that you guys get your dice because you should get your dice. Um, and we're gonna announce the uh, we're gonna announce the March giveaway at the end of the episode. So uh, yeah, there's another one coming. So uh, thanks for listening. And uh, do we have other news? Do we have other- Martsy? Do we have other news? I
3: want to to the game developer conference down also colloquially known as GDC in the great land of San Francisco, you should hunt down our very own Jesse and Marcy as they are showing off not only the Klaxo Radio Hour, but their very new and exciting uh, secret project at Google.
0: That's I right. That?
3: Is that breaking the rules?
0: Nope, that is not breaking the rules at this point. Uh, by the time this airs, and who cares? Um, yes, so uh, if you want to play the Claxo Radio Hour, we're going to be in the West Hall of the Moscone Center all week long. Uh, and you can just come up, and you can play the radio, and it's, I don't know, I don't know where exactly we are, what kind of badge you need, or if you need a badge, but uh, it's minimal access at first, for sure. And then, yes, uh, uh, myself, yeah, there Mar- you go. myself, Marcy, and our good friend uh, Sean Bloom... Uh, are going to be um, showing our new um, Internet of Things AR um, escape room. Um, we are being shown at the Google booth, actually. So uh, if you step into the expo uh, for the Game Developers Conference uh, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, uh, do come find us and uh, and see what you see what's going on there. And uh, yes, we have we have all the stickers. I also am carrying champion stickers. So, uh, oops. But uh, I've got Claxo stickers and other fun stuff too, um, and we would just love to—we'd love to hang out. So um, it's going to be a busy week. But uh, thank you, Colin. Yes, uh, we are—we <laughs> are humble and also super tired and super busy. So we didn't even think.
3: Uh, and one last little update: if you are—and if you're traveling to the beautiful realm of Anaheim uh, in what uh, two or three more weekends? Yeah, just for, two. For for Uh, The Amazing WonderCon is coming to Anaheim once again. And if you will be at that wonderful show, not only will uh, the entire, most of the Champions cast just kind of be bumming about, but you'll be able to find us at the Nerdsmith meet up, drink up, boogie down dance party going down Saturday night, my babies. Uh, Maybe you buy us a drink. Maybe we buy you a drink. Maybe uh, we see how that dance floor treats us, huh? How's that go?
0: Oh, gosh. Who knows? Uh, but yes, uh, watch our Facebook and our Twitter. Uh, we'll uh, share the details from the, uh, the NerdSmith uh, event. I think there's actually a, on Facebook, there's, a, there's an official event that you can RSVP to, so we'll share that on our, uh, on our Facebook page. Okay.
3: Great. That I do think is, I think that is all of our announcements.
0: That is all of our announcements. It was a good set of announcements. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, I think uh, we're going to get back to the episode now. The adventure.
3: This is uh, this is the episode. Everyone is just everything's fine.
0: Everything's fine. Yep. Every,
3: everything's fine. Don't from worry, here on nothing in, nothing happens. <laughs> everything's going to be just a okay for our young heroes. Um, but uh, with that note, uh, my lovelies, as always, this is me uh, sending love to you from the frigid Pacific Northwest. Uh, and always, hey friends, have yourselves an.
1: As you move along, the sun keeps, the anti-sun keeps rising higher and higher in the day. Um, the inverted shadows playing across your skin. Olive, you yep. actually are the first to kind of notice something. Okay. And that's a smell. A smell you find very calming, actually.
2: Was it lavender? <laughs>
1: As you crest the ridge, you see fields and fields of flowers, tall and waving. They're meticulously grown and tended. Uh, The entire area is like a patchwork of color and texture. The red stalk of each blossom uh, leading to uh, petals that are unlike anything you'd see in our own world. It's neon greens and hot pinks and all the colors that would be completely unnatural on Earth, but which are the regular palette, the regular inverted palette of the Fae. Um, This field going forward is kind of studded with large black pillars, like individual towers and atop some of them, and you can see circling, are white birds massive white birds.
2: Oh, Everyone, it's so beautiful, so it's probably death.
1: Butterfly is, you can see your butterfly is high up, high up, um, up amongst the clouds, uh, and slowly is trying to, having seen that, is kind of starting to try and circle back towards you. It has been seen, but is definitely probably a little slow on the uptake to warn you that there are things up ahead in the sky. But you see crossing this field uh, a road straight, kind of leads off to a direction you don't know, but presumably the rest of the kingdom, that dead ends at the ivory citadel. Its white spires lift towards the sky. Its angles absolutely geometric. Non-light from the anti-sun kind of reflects off the flowers in the field, painting the outside of the citadel with tens of thousands of splashes of color. Um, The road leads to these massive gates and you can kind of get a sense based on the overall layout. There's probably a courtyard behind those gates before leading to the citadel proper, um, the heart of the palace. There are no walls to this palace, but the outside of it is walls. It is fairly seemingly impenetrable uh, with the only windows appearing at least 60 to 70 feet far above your head. To the sides, you see the edge of this kind of plateau, this flowered plateau. And you can see kind of equidistant in every direction. Um, you've kind of ended up at the, the point of a triangular peninsula. Um, this citadel sitting at the end tip of a peninsula jutting out into the uh, storm-tossed red seas.
4: So the road is going through (laughs) the flowers?
1: The road is going through the flowers, past the black towers on which perched the white birds, towards the ivory citadel, which reflects a beautiful panoply of color, which, yes, is probably beautiful and a land of death. Mm.
2: Uh, Hey, Hyde, friends of yours? Oh, um, perhaps a a passing
1: similarity, but no, I I think quite the opposite.
5: You've been here before?
1: Oh, well, I have. Uh, every Faye crosses through these gates at some time or another.
5: No, but like, have you been here or have you been here? Were you the president or did you like take the White House tour?
1: I, I for a time lived in this White House, I suppose.
0: Uh, did you, uh, were there bars on your room? Oh, like a prison? Yeah.
1: No, I, I was a guard. I was one of the Fae soldiers. So then what are these birds for? Are they guards too? Oh, well, when you assume the mantle, you gain the ability to, to shift your farm at will. And those are the guards.
5: And all of this, this leads to the front? It does. Then I guess we know where we're not going. Anyways, and uh, I turn to the like perpendicular to the flowers and say, um, and like uh, I sort of sniff the air for. Uh, we're all from a beachside community. Uh, fun fact: when you do that, it's pretty easy for you to locate water. Uh, I want to see if I can locate salt water um, and get us to the coast.
1: Give it a smell
5: check. Okay, cool. Uh, this is, I guess, a wisdom,
0: right? Beach wisdom. Yeah, that's a that's a three.
4: Hi. Any idea where this oceanside back entrance? Yeah, I guess.
5: Oh wait, you said it was jutting off a peninsula, and there's red water all around it, and there's like a tower at the end of the. If we can see that, we know where the thing is. I don't need to locate water; we can see water.
1: Well, you know where the water is, but there might have been a a faster way to it. Oh, guy, based on that roll, it seems like a pretty equidistant run to the cliff sides. Once you are there, you'll still need to get down. And then based on the fact that the palace is kind of at the apex of this thing, I mean, theoretically, the entrance should be there, but... Got it. We, we need to go to the side there.
4: Let's try to get lower. How tall are these flowers? <laughs> flowers are about four feet tall. Perfect. I just got us crushed just a little bit. But maybe Bluebell <laughs> needs to... Oh. I'm just saying if we're going to go through these flowers anyways I- to cut over to the side
2: we I stand you out wanna now. to go under them instead of above them
4: or just I want to get lower and be harder to spot.
2: Okay. I'm going off. Yep.
5: <laughs> then he goes down.
4: I'm going to like kind of whisper to my suit, can you change
1: colors? Well, you can just, by thinking that, you try and will it into a reality. Um, Like, a lot of the suit's powers, it kind of works off intention. So as you're trying to tell your suit, turn, eclectic, rainbow patterns, Hmm. you can actually see it start to kind of glitch and ripple, and it's fucking trying, and then it kind of gives up and goes back to black.
2: All right, so that's a no.
1: I
5: guess we stay low.
1: At Uh, least
2: it's dark out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, the anti-sun does not give light, but rather oh. inverse light, which casts shadow on the front faces of everything.
4: You are so pleased
1: as punch. <laughs>
2: so are we, do we look like shadows to each other right We now? look normal, apparently.
1: No, you the light on your face is reversed so your shadows are in the front and your colors your your highlights your highlights Whoa. are in the back so
2: we look like when you spookily put a, li- a light yeah. a light under your face
1: or like or
5: when like you do an photograph. yeah like when you solarize a photograph mm-hmm. oh my god yeah
1: yeah but you guys have not changed you guys have not inverted your colors but the solarization faces process are. is yes
2: weird. Mm-hmm. We have not commented on how weird we look right now. We
5: we do look extremely weird. But we cool. looked we 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 looked weird when we first walked in uh, too. We just didn't quite recognize how weird we
1: yeah, you look pretty Meet.
2: normal during
1: at night. You look pretty sure. normal because the moonlight, I'm using air quotes, yeah. is a little less intense. Because but during day. It's just another day, hole in the sky.
2: Sheet. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're super camouflaged. All in all, it's just another
1: hole in the sky. Sheet. All in all. Oh, it's just, just another, hole another hole in the all sky. Sheet. In the sky sheet. All
2: right, <laughs> right. So, you That's guys are going to s- you, yep. you Give are a little are gonna... kiss to Bluebell. Oh. I'll see you oh, later. <laughs> 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 Bluebell!
1: Disappears yeah. in a burst of quiet, purple radiance.
4: And we try to walk along the edge,
1: towards mm-hmm. the wall. I'm
4: gonna look at, can I'm gonna look like, at my g- my panther, and be like, get low or get lost.
5: Can we subterfuge this shit?
1: You can absolutely subterfuge and oh, I'm dear. going to need a subterfuge roll for each of you.
2: Awesome. <laughs> oh no,
0: that's my dump stat.
2: Me Huxley too. Is not Me too. <laughs> well, I'm
1: not stealthy at all. 14. So I was trying to avoid this stealth. 14. 17. 17.
0: 16. 12.
2: 12. 12. 8. Well, here's the thing about this. I'm tall. You are yeah.
0: only as the yeah. stealthy as the least
2: person. <laughs>
1: Tall and spottable. Mel, tall <coughs> you and your panther virtually disappear between the stocks, moving in sh- quiet shadow. In black, sure. Um, Nico, you kind of crouch down, you kind of move with a bit of hustle, but you know, you're slow and steady. Hux, big personality, slight frame. You're not gonna have a lot of problems, same with Martha. <laughs> you're like you, a ninja. Even your shiny golden armor is a little bit muted and the two of you kind of make your way. Mm. Olive, these flowers are strangely captivating. And for just a moment, you kind of reach out and you stand up and it's just so pretty. And you hear a scree cut across the sky as slowly one of those white birds comes circling down, circling down circling down and landing on a nearby black pillar. Everyone be cool. From this close, mm-hmm.
2: you can see- I kind see... of give, I, I like, I I've already know I've been caught, so I make no attempt to hide, and I give like a like a hand of like, it's okay, to everyone else that I know is currently hiding.
1: Mm-hmm. This close, you can see that the bird actually is more like a giant owl. Um, it's white, it's kind of staring at you. And it, Hello.
2: Have beautiful feathers.
1: Only it's big and bassy. It's like a big bassy owl. And it kind of turns its head weirdly 360 around, and it looks at you, cocks it. I didn't then,
2: mean to intrude on your glen. I just, it was such a beautiful flower field.
1: Uh, it floops down, and as it dive bombs at you, it uh, changes
2: into a fairy soldier looks at you. I imitate its movements. What? What are you? Me? I'm just for a stroll.
1: For a stroll? I don't know your species. (laughs) You'll have to come with me. Come with me to the castle.
2: I wasn't going to the castle. I was just here for the flowers.
1: You're coming to the castle now.
2: Who are you? Who
0: I am isn't important. The king and queen will deal with you.
2: Everyone's important, even you.
0: Huxley makes eye contact with Martha and is like trying to like hand signal.
4: Martha's like, wait. (laughs) Mel has pulled out her crossbow and is pointing at the panther to go around. And the panther winks and he starts flanking. You,
2: Martha. You hear, Martha. With your
3: brain power. Yeah,
2: because I know it now. Mm-hmm. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Should
4: Shh. I go? Attack from the front and the back? No, we're not splitting up. Okay. Listen, if you can sweet-talk him or charm him in some way to letting you go, then fine. But if not, we're going to jump him. Sorry? You'll
1: come with me. Come
2: on. But don't you want to stay and smell the beautiful flowers?
1: And he blisters, "You'll come with me now, otherwise I'm taking two of you back."
2: All right, that's it. <sighs> you hear that?
4: In in um in in, in uh, everyone's comms, so since Martha goes, "That's it."
2: Wait, <laughs> Hyde's with me though, right? No. Ooh, you don't know where Hyde is. Hyde's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, then, <laughs> I want to. Uh, I I will have gone to be like. No, 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 it's okay. I'm here with a friend. Um, and then go to look for Hyde and then be like, oh, he was just here. Where's Hyde?
1: You're all alone. Come with me. And he reaches out to I grab you. I
3: shoot him now?
1: Whatever you want. I'm going to
2: shoot him now. Roll that attack.
1: All right, he's grabbed you by the shoulder, Olive, and he starts pulling this you. This is a...
2: completely unnecessary. Unnecessary for the thing. king. You don't want me to do this? Okay, I'm going to try to get him with a knife. Oh, my God, please. Oh my
5: God. Really? Land of twos over here All we're night. rolling is twos. And twos. he roll a 20.
1: So as a you leap out of the flowers, <sighs> knife ready, he spins around, grabs you by the hand, catches your arm, and says, st- what? what's this now? Uh, and, and, okay, okay we're, we're all in oh, yeah. 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 Martha, you're yeah. first. Okay. okay.
4: So she's going to go ahead, and she's gonna block. She's gonna pull up her shield. Um, but she's going to obviously move towards um, towards Olive and Mel
1: with that shield coming up. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you deploy your shield. Ready? A gleaming gold. Ready to defend your friends. Olive. Um, he's right up in your he's face. He's already
2: grabbing me. So I just, I just manifest the, the conductor wand and just try to smack him on the side of the face.
1: Uh, so that's using it as a... Close range.
2: As, yeah, close strike, I guess. Great. But it's the beam. I don't it's the wand attack. Am I like zapping him You're with zapping
1: it? him. It's kind of like how glassing someone is actually you're throwing the glass, you're just throwing it from six inches away. Got you're it. basically point blank shotting him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Great.
2: Ten. Seven.
1: Okay, great. Uh your beam like boom. Shush dodges and he ducks his head and he's holy and he realizes like you guys have magic and weaponry there's five of you like this is getting dangerous hates this. Amel you're back I'll up again. Alright I'm gonna try it with the knife again. Great 14. Okay beats his 12 uh, so your knife as it starts to stab into him you realize that it doesn't actually pierce the skin rather just kind of vanishes into his body. And Olive, staring at his face, you can see that his eyes go completely black.
2: What? What's happening? What's the darkness? What's happening? The darkness? Okay, listen, listen. If you just stop right now, you'll be fine. And just let us go, okay?
1: Interesting.
0: Boy, Nico.
5: What I do is I look at all of you, um, basically everybody that's not Mel, and go run. Run now! And I turn
0: back to you and
5: I I come in and basically help you like hold this guy in place and silence him. I um, throw my hand over his mouth, ideally, and uh, what I want to do is just like, uh, Nico gets right up in his ear and is like, The darkness will lift only when you let them go. I'm trying to want to sort of like intimidate him. Yeah. I've like a rolling. fierce check, um- essentially.
1: So first I'll uh, roll a grapple check. So that's going to be- Grapple check. Yeah. Strength check. Strength check. 19. Yeah, okay, you get a real good grip on his uh, on, nope. on his muscles. Uh, kind of your red armor clash against his white armor. Okay, now roll Can I roll advantage. that for your check? Is yeah.
5: it part of the same turn? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, 15.
1: Okay, um, he doesn't say anything but he slowly kind of starts, he stops struggling. He kind of realizes something else might have to happen here and he's momentarily going to stop struggling in your grip.
5: Uh, I, look at, uh, I look at Mel. What do you want to do?
1: Did you guys run
2: or are
4: you
0: still there? Wait,
2: we're, not we're not in initiative yet, but that's my intention right now. Hux.
0: Huxley makes eye contact with Nico, and like, Sneaks up to the guy and whispers in his ear, like, We have magic. We can see everything. We know where you live. We know where your family lives. Stay quiet, stay still, and we'll let you go.
4: <laughs> Mel just ah. has panic dies because she's like not yeah. sure about further agitating this dude
1: by threatening his family. That's a 16. Okay, you're. Uh, you are trying to agitate him. We're trying to. Your words, to yeah. Like he's gone
0: deathly still in Nico's arms. And Huxley's moving around actually, so his voice like moves all over the place. You guys can see him.
1: You can see his breath. He's like deep breathing. He's kind of panicked, but his, you know his, his eyes, his black eyes are kind of darting around. He still can't see anything. It's like, all right, it's his turn. All right. Uh, strange creatures. Hmm, arcane charged. Oh, oh, let me go. Let me live. Let me live and I'll let you... I'll let you escape. Just don't come after me in my home. Never,
0: unless you transgress. We're
1: always watching. Of course.
5: Don't tell us soul what you saw today, or you'll never see again.
4: And Mel's just looking at you
2: both like, how are we supposed to trust what he says? We, it, 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 it,
5: it, yeah, yeah. We'll, we we, we'll, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you say that or do you just look at us like that?
4: Uh, I guess that's a lot to put into a look. Um, Wait, so, just, I think, I think she just like, she's near you. She just kind of like grabs it and looks at you and like and I,
1: tilts a head.
5: Yeah, like. and Nico, Nico makes a face that's like, it, it's kind of goofy, but it's like, no, I got this. We got this.
1: He seems amenable to the
5: deal. Okay. Yeah. And I and and I, I I kind of and I'm like I'm gonna let you go. Okay. I'm gonna let you go. Make a speak. deal.
1: Yeah. Make a deal.
4: We don't come after your family. You let us go and don't alert anyone else to our presence.
1: I don't make deals with Outlanders. And how can we trust your word? We don't have to. Oh, will fucking kill him! He's
0: ghost I have writer. unlimited magical powers!
4: That's fucking true, but I also have this. And, like, pokes the point of the crossbow right between his shoulder blades. Martha's kind of like, wrap it
1: up. Yeah, we're trying!
4: <laughs> deal yeah. deal um, or death, bud.
1: Uh, He. Nico Roloff. He struggles. Fuck. He tries to shake you off. What? Uh, six. Fuck. What? Oh, wait, no. He has a bonus. Ah, seven. He... What about me, though? I'm. No. You're not holding him. Oh. He, he rips through your arms. No deal. No deals with Outlanders. Death or glory for the kingdom. Uh... And he swings around with his axe. And he's going to roll a... Pico, Hux, and Mel. Roll defense checks. 22. Okay. Um, I get to block one of those.
0: You. Mm-hmm. I'm a 10.
1: <sighs> Three. Um, so his axe comes swinging around and it is, he's just wildly, wildly swinging and it actually gets, seems to be getting really close to both Huxley and Mel. I mean, I think she was closer to Mel. So it slices through Huxley's axe, right into your field, defending Mel, typically. <laughs> um, Huxley, you take two points of damage. And he's fucking mad, and he's blind, and he's fucking mad. So Martha's gonna... He's still got the, his eyes His so eyes are s- still blind, yeah. you just just hearing your
4: comps. Book it, he can't see us. If they move fast enough, they won't be able to follow. I don't want to take and murder a guard before we even get into the city.
5: They're reporting us. If he lives and he reports us, they'll have guards everywhere.
4: That's what the Ghost Army's for! And she starts to retreat. But she's got her shield up, ready to block. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. He'll send guards to the front gate and we'll be waiting for them.
1: You'll never get through our gates. You p- brigands, you animals, we'll rip you to pieces and he's swinging that. send your worst. We're gonna send a whole army to tear you apart. The that forever kingdom will never fall.
2: We are glorious, we are eternal. As he starts swinging these swords, really gullible. Well,. Okay so I would like to attempt to knock him unconscious. No, no, no.
5: Like we did, we just set up a con. If we knock him unconscious, the con doesn't work.
2: Well, he's gonna wake up. We that's the whole that's point. What we want. We no. want him to send all the guards to the front gate. That's what Olive just did. Yeah. Because then all the guards are at the front gate. Not because he's, he's
5: unconscious; he won't wake up. That's the point.
2: He's gonna. We're, we're literally using him sounding the alarm as a way to get the the
4: distraction. Front the
5: front. We don't have to use the army.
4: And the he's way. not gonna know which way we scatter. This isn't. This what, yeah.
5: The plan. The plan changed in the last couple of turns because it. it the, we can save the army. Because yeah. basically, because we can save the army now. Yeah.
2: Run!
0: Run! Run!
5: Okay. I guess. Uh, so yeah, Still I. don't like it. Uh, I also run. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a, it, and Nico's in a similar boat to Mel. Like, he thought they were, had a clean solution to this, and now it's this whole like complicated
1: thing. But he's sticking to the plan. So, you two take off running. Hucks are the last one. Hopefully, okay, bolts. And he keeps swinging. He's like, for the kingdom! For the, are you? Well, here. Well, here. Go, you better run! You better run! And he, whap, he turns back into a giant owl, and he starts flapping off, and whap, flies right into the giant black, you know, tower, and he kind of flops in the air, and then he fucking starts taking off, flying, and it's generally in the direction of the castle. It's, he's, you know, it's hard to fly blind, but he's definitely doing his best to fly blind.
2: Do you have two? Hmm? It keeps you permanently blind? Apparently. You don't
1: know how long
2: it
5: lasts. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just as long as he was
2: stabbed. Same.
4: That's no. horrifying. That's a neat trick. By the way, Mel, would you pick that up? From my friend.
0: Champions of the Earth is created and DM by Colin Kelly and produced and audio designed by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Gina DeVivo as Olive, Amanda Powers as Mel, Jackson Lansing as Nico, Jesse V. Hill as Huxley, and Martzi Campos as Martha. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzy. Check out all the great content on the Nerdsmith Network and be sure to join us if you can at the Nerdsmith meetup at WonderCon later this month. Congratulations once again to our winners in the Die Hard Dice monthly giveaway. It is March and that means it's time for another giveaway. So for the rest of March, all you have to do is tell us about your favorite NPC. Use a tweet, use Facebook, use Tumblr. Uh we don't really care, just make sure that we're tagged and use the champions cast hashtag. The secret word is forgotten.
5: Welcome to WAND Radio. My name is Emmett. Whether it's your first year on campus or your fifth, I'll be your guide through this magical mystery thing called
3: college life.
2: Emmett, what are you doing in here? Uh, nothing. Okay, because this equipment is very expensive, and the university wouldn't like it if it gets broken. Remember, you, Rupert, and I are on
4: in an hour.
1: W-A-N-D Radio. For your
0: magical listening enjoyment on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts.